You're listening to an Apple Viz podcast. Hello there. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. Just recently, I did a coverage on an app called ChatGPT by OpenAI for iOS, which in that podcast, you heard that it's my absolutely go-to app that when I need an answer to a question that I'm seeking for or just need a little bit of a help to create lyrics or ask for information that I need in a pinch without having to do Google search and all that, it's just like a cyclopedia right at your fingertip. It is that great. If you haven't played with it, do so. It is using the OpenAI technology, and we have been hearing so much about the OpenAI technology in so many different ways. And in that podcast, I mentioned about how ChatGPT uses the Model 3.5 for free version. If you want to cough up the 20 bucks a month, which was a little too steep, something that I, I just don't think I would use for 20 bucks a month to be able to access to the fourth model. And the big difference is, is that you get more accuracy and you get well more defined answers and things like that with the fourth model. But not say that 3.5 isn't good enough. It's great for a lot of reasons, for simple questions or even complex questions. But sometimes it just gives you a little weird answer. Sometimes you get hallucinations. Sometimes it doesn't do the math equations correctly, or it just gives you just flat out wrong information. It does that from time to time. And that's why they have the GPT fourth model. And the fourth model is tends to be more accurate without as many hallucination. Now, it doesn't mean that it still aren't any hallucination. It's just a lot less of it. And it seemed to give you a little better defined answer. So there is a big difference between the 3.5 and 4. And the other thing I mentioned in that podcast, I mentioned that, that you could use the Bing app that is by the company called Microsoft. And that is what we're going to be covering today. I am going to be covering the Microsoft Bing app itself for iOS. To find this in the App Store, it is just type in Bing because that is probably going to be the best way to find it and make sure it's by Microsoft. But at this podcast, the title is Bing Chat with AI and GPT-4. Note that they like to change your title of the app frequently. So you never know what you're going to end up for an app name. But nonetheless, you're looking for the Microsoft Bing and in this podcast, I'm going to refer as Bing Chat. Now, let me give you a little background behind this. First of all, it is completely free to use. You do have to have a Microsoft account, so you, meaning that you'll need to sign in to be able to use this. And once you're signed in, and then you have access to the Bing Chat. So the background is a number of years ago, Microsoft put a major stake into OpenAI technology meaning that they are a probably one of the biggest shareholder of the OpenAI company. And the perks and the benefits of doing that is that now they are able to do whatever they want with the GPT-4 or the OpenAI model. So they incorporate that into this Bing app. Yes. So what that means is completely free. And you get the GPT-4. Not only that, but Microsoft made it a little bit different. They use the OpenAI GPT-4 model. And plus, it has its own little enhanced service and knowledge base to add on top of that GPT-4. So you get a little bit more punch and a little bit more than what you would get at the 20 bucks for the 
ChatGPT on the OpenA platform. So why aren't I using this all the time? Well, I'll tell you because one, it is completely clunky. The interface is just absolutely rotten. I wish and I hope that they will kind of clean things up. It's not like it's not accessible. It's just very clunky. It's not well-defined for people that are using VoiceOver. I'm going to do my very best. I'm going to show you how I use it in a simple way. And I use it every so often when I need something critical, as in I need to make sure it's a little bit more accurate. And you got a couple toggle modes that you can tell the chat which kind of mode you want to use. And I'll explain that in the podcast as we come up. But the bottom line, it's free, folks. And if you really want the GPT-4, give it a spin. It is worth trying. And yes, guess what? I put that right next to my chat GPT on my home screen. Yep. That is how important that I use that on a daily basis. Now, chat GPT all the time. Bang, every so often, but it's right there that I can use. Okay, so once you installed Bing, it's going to be labeled as Bing. So let's open up my iPhone here and head over to Bing. Bing, double tap to open. So let's do that. Let's do a one finger double tap to open up Bing. Bing, profile button. Now, the first thing I want you to learn is the menu towards the bottom. What we're looking for is the one that's selected right now by default when you go into Bing itself, right down in the middle, right in the bottom middle, after some experience or some try or trials, you'll be able to find it each and every time. So I'm going to go to that Bing button towards the menu here. Selected Bing button. Even though it says it's selected, what you do each and every time you come in, you're going to double tap that again. So we're going to double tap there to select it once again. So double tap that. Selected Bing. Ask Bing. Ask me anything. Ellipsis. Multi-line text field. And the reason I do that, because it takes us right to the field that I can start entering any type of answers or topic that you want to have a conversation with the GPT. That's the beautiful part that about this. And just kind of just show you a little bit around here. I'm going to go left here. I'm going to swipe left from this field. New topic button. There's a new topic, which is great because on the chat GPT, I had to go to the t to the menu, double tap that, and then go to the new topic or new chat. That's the same thing as we have in here. As I mentioned in that podcast, it's more like that once you have a conversation, that session, once you're done with that session, we have to hit the new topic. And that is because you'll get confused because once you get to talking about a certain topic, it thinks that you're still talking about that topic, even though you kind of change what your message is and you want to ask for a different topic, then I'll start meshing things together. So each and every time you have a new session and you want to ask a brand new question, we want to go to that new topic. So that new topic is to the left at that button. Now let's go towards the top here. I want to show you something, how the screen is kind of sort of laid out. So let's go to the top here, a four finger tap the top half. Preview button. And we're gonna to go to the right. Welcome to the new Bing. Use the power of AI to find answers from the web, create written content, and more. Terms, link. Privacy, link. How does Bing use AI button? If you want to find more information about how the Bing chat works, which is great. It does offer a lot more in a way of understanding how this works. Plus, it gives you so much more than what chat, the chat GPT will have to offer. Let's go ahead and just go to the right here so you can find out more information about the chat, the Bing chat here. 
What else can Bing do? Button. What is the latest news in tech? Button. Choose a conversation style. Form start. Diagram. Uh, okay, so this is the mode I was telling you about, the conversation style. There are three different mode that you can choose from. Let's go to the right. More creative. Toggle button. Not pressed. Double tap to toggle setting. We got creative. More balanced. Toggle button. Pressed. Double tap to toggle setting. Balance. More precise. Toggle button. Not pressed. Form end. Double and tap to toggle setting. And precise. Yes, there is a little bit difference between th those three modes. So balance is pretty much what is always going to be set to you by default. And you're pretty, you're fine with that for most things. Now, if you're looking for something more precise, I need make sure that I get a little bit better accuracy and more information in the precise mode. Double tap precise. Now, what's going to happen between the creative and the precise mode, it takes longer. And that's the whole thing about it, is that it takes a little bit longer in response than if you were to use balance. So that's why you want to make sure you want to set the mode where you want in terms of response-wise and what you're seeking for. Creative, it takes it and it analyzes a little bit more in the creativity mode. So this is great for like long essays or things like that you want to be more creative with and checking for grammar and things like that. You want to go to the creative mode. Otherwise, balance is going to do for you. Now let's continue on. Let's go to the right. Received message. Hi again. I'm happy to help you with anything. How can I make your day better? So this is where you're going to find the messages. It lives in this little area here. Now I'm going to keep going to the right here. Received message. Hi again. I'm happy to help you with anything. How can I make your day better? What is this button? Now here comes the area that it has suggestions for you. And we're going to be kind of going over this in a little bit here, but from the get-go, if you're just not sure what to do, come in this section and as you swipe to the right, it'll give you some ideas that you can do. Play trivia button. Make a poem button. Write an essay button. You get the idea, and that will allow you to kind of nudge you in the direction that you might be feeling or you just want to try. Stop responding button. And then we get to the stop responding area. That is the area that we are going to see our message and our new topic. So if you go to the right here. New topic button. There's a new topic. Ask Bing. Ask me anything. Ellipsis. Multi-line text field. Double tap to edit. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. So let's do one finger double tap on the edit field here. Ask Bing. Multi-line text field. Ask me anything. Ellipsis. Double tap to edit. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Now we are ready to give the statement or message that you want to send to AI. So I'm going to do a few examples here. I'm going to kind of change it up, make it a little different than what I had in the chat GPT podcast. So we'll just do this, for example, here. I'm going to use my dictation to insert my message here. So I'm going to do a two-finger double tap on the screen for magic tap. Give me a tongue twister. Inserted, give me a tongue twister. Inserted, give me a tongue twister. And let's go to the right. Submit button. One finger double tap and submit. Enable speech input mode. Lottie animation. Generating answers for you. Sent message. Give me a tongue twister. Sent message. Give me a tongue twister. Received message. Sure. Here's one for you. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Now, you saw immediately the biggest difference between this and ChatGPT is one, it doesn't give the haptic feeling. So you're not going to know if it's working. But it does a pretty good job saying it's sending it, it's sending it, and then it receives it, 
and then it says it right out loud to you what the answer or what you're seeking for. So that's kind of nice. So I don't have to seek for the message itself. But if you are wanting to seek for the message itself, to access it, go to the top half of the screen with four fingers. Preview button. And then use your rotor, go to headings, and then use the headings. And we go to the first heading here. Sent message. Give me a tongue twister. Heading level two. And then that takes you to the first question of the pile. So let's go to the right. Sent message. Give me a tongue twister. Heading level two. Searching for. Tongue twisters. Searching for. Tongue twisters. Generating answers for you. Generating answers for you. Received message. Sure. Here's one for you. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? And that is where you can find the message. Now we just tap at the very bottom center. You should be able to find that message box. Stop responding button. And if you get the stop responding, no problem. Just swipe to the right. New topic button. Ask Bing. Ask me anything. Ellipsis. Multi-line text field. Double tap to edit. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Now you can continue on the same conversation. So if you have more questions about the tongue twister or you want to ask, hey, give me another tongue twister or anything you want, you can ask that question there. Otherwise, we're just going to create a new conversation or a new topic. So I'm going to go back left. New topic button. One finger double tap. New top ask Bing. Multi-line text field. Ask me anything. Ellipsis. Double tap to edit. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. Receive message. On to the next. What can I do for you? Received message. On to the next. What can I do for you? Okay. So we're now into the edit box. One finger double tap. Make sure we're in it. Ask Bing. Multi-line text field. is Okay. So now let's ask another question here. Now, you know, I can't get through a podcast without discussing Walt Disney World, right? So for those that know me, you know me very well. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask about Walt Disney World. What is Walt Disney World? Inserted what is Walt Disney World. Inserted what is Walt Disney World. Let's go to the right. Submit button. Double tap. Enable speech input mode. Lottie animation. Let's wait. Searching for Walt Disney World. Generating answers for you. Sent message. What is Walt Disney World? Sent message. What is Walt Disney World? Received message. Walt Disney World is an entertainment resort complex in Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista, Florida, United States, near the cities of Orlando and Kissimmee. It was opened on October 1st, 1971 and is operated by Disney Parks, Experiences and Products, a division of the Walt Disney Company. The resort spans a massive 40 square miles and is home to four theme parks, two water parks, more than 140 restaurants, a couple of dozen on-site Disney hotels and endless shows, shops, characters, rides and attractions. Would you like me to find more information about Walt Disney World? Okay, so that was pretty thorough. I like that quite a bit. Now I'm going to show you a couple of things here. Let's go to that message itself here. Received message. Walt Disney World is an entertainment resort complex in Bay Lake and Lake. I'll stop right there. Now check this out. This is kind of a cool thing that you don't see in the chat GPT. Now let's go to the right here. Learn more. List start. One and dot wikipedia.org. This gives you the resources that is that information from. So how does it know all this? And it will show you what resources that is pulling this information, which I think is really kind of cool to see the resources. Two, thepointsguide.com. Three, bing.com. Four, disneyworld.disney.go.com. Five, disneyladays.com. Six, disneyworld.disney.go.com. See more button. List end. So it's pulling from a lot of resources. Now, I want to show you this next here. One of 30. 
says one of 30. What does that mean? That means that you have, since you're in this one conversation about what is Walt Disney World, you have 29 more follow-up questions you can ask before you are forced to go to a new topic. Now, go to the right here. Like, toggle button, not pressed. Dislike, toggle button, not pressed. Very much like this chat GPT. If you found that particular response really good, go ahead and like it. If you find it not accurate and it's hallucinating, hit the dislike button. That will help them, and plus it will help us in the long run, letting them know that they need to correct those false information. Now, as I mentioned, because this is using the GPT-4, um, you're going to not find as many errors. So that's the beautiful part about this using the GPT-4. Let's go to the right here. Copy menu item. Now, you can copy that particular message. Now, this is not straightforward. So this word gets a little bit clunky. And as I mentioned, that we want to go to the area where it can give us some advice. Well, easiest way I can find is just tap towards the bottom where you find that stop responding or the new message. Stop responding button. Go back left here. And we'll just go back left for quite a few times here. So I'll go real quick and then we'll slow down and kind of show you what I went over. What are some, what are the, what are the, what is this? See more button. And what is this button? All right. So it's going to give you some offers, some advice. So some follow-up questions you can ask in the same conversation about what is Walt Disney World. What are the four theme parks button? What are the two water parks button? What are some popular rides button? Things like that. So it can give you a little nudge and a little help to figure out what you want to do in terms of what kind of follow-up question. Now, you don't have to ask me. I know the follow-up questions I want, so I'm going to be a little different here. Let's go to the right again. Stop responding button. New topic button. Ask Bing. Ask me anything. I'm going to stay in the same conversation so that way it knows what I'm talking about. And that's the beautiful part about staying in the same conversation. If I do one finger double tap here. Ask Bing. Multi-line text field. I'm going to ask because it didn't really tell me how many resorts there were. It says there were just a couple dozen. That was it. So I'm going to know exactly how many resorts there are. How many resorts are there? Inserted how many resorts are there. Inserted how many resorts are there. The nice part, I don't have to say in Walt Disney World because it knows I'm talking about Walt Disney World already because we're in that same conversation. Let's go to the right. Submit button. And double tap. Receive message. Lottie animation. Searching for number of resorts in Walt Disney World. Generating answers for you. Sent message. How many resorts are there? Sent message. How many resorts are there? Received message. There are currently Star Star 36 resorts Star Star at Walt Disney World, including nine Disney Vacation Club properties. 26 of the resort hotels on Disney World property are actually owned and operated by WDW Resort itself. In total, Disney World has over 30,000 hotel rooms, 409 wilderness cabins, 799 campsites, and 3,293 DBC units. That is correct. Oh, man. I can tell already the biggest difference between that and the chat GPT because it didn't give me that kind of detailed information. So it gave me a lot more information about the Walt Disney World itself. Now I'm going to do one more follow-up questions here. Let's go to the bottom center. Ask Bing. Ask me anything. Ellipsis. Multi-line text field. Ask Bing. Multi-line text field. I'm going to ratchet up in difficulty questions here. How do I get from the Pop Century Resort to Hollywood Studios? Inserted how do I get from the Pop Century Resort to Hollywood Studios? Inserted how do I get from the Pop Century Resort to Hollywood Studios? All right. So Pop Century is one of the resorts that's located on the Walt Disney World property. 
and Hollywood Studio is one of the theme park that it has within the Walt Disney World. I'm going to see if that can answer that for me. Submit button. Double tap. Enable speech input mode. Lottie animation. Searching for how to get from Pop Century Resort to Hollywood Studios. Generating answers for you. Sent message. How do I get from the Pop Century Resort to Hollywood Studios? Sent message. How do I get from the Pop Century Resort to Hollywood Studios? Received message. You can get from Disney's Pop Century Resort to Disney's Hollywood Studios by car. Alternatively, you can take the Disney Skyliner from Pop Century Resort to Caribbean Beach Resort and then transfer to the line that travels to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Holy smokes, so we got that right. I was really surprised it knew the Skyliner. Now, the one thing it didn't mention that there's a bus transportation as well. So it didn't get everything. And that's kind of the thing that I was telling you about. Not everything is always going to give you everything that you need to know or whatever, but that's pretty darn good. Now you're probably thinking, how is it compared to ChatGPT in terms of response? It's about the same. Sometimes I find that Bing takes a little longer, especially if you use the creative or the precise mode, it's going to take quite a bit longer than you were going to get the response from ChatGPT. Now the balance mode by default, eh, it's about the same, maybe a little bit longer. It just depends on the traffic on the server for that time that you're using it. Let's go to the new topic, and that'll be found at the bottom left. New topic button. Double tap that. Receive message. New topic. Ask Bing. Multi-line text field. Ask me anything. All right, so now I'm going to bump this up into two more things I think you're going to find of interest. Now, one of those things is because we're using chat GPT-4 model and the Bing chat, guess what? Not only are we using the newest model, but the biggest difference between the fourth model and the 3.5 model is that their 3.5 models seem to be stuck in a time or in the past, meaning there's a certain point. It's somewhere in, in June, I'm going to say it was um, the year 2021. If there's any new information after 2021, it won't work on 3.5. So you have to ask questions that it knows prior of June of 2021. Crazy, right? Well, four will allow you to do up to today to modern times. So you can ask things about today if you want. For example, let's say I want to ask for a sports score or weather and things like that. Yeah, you can do that. Now, before we do any of that, now what makes Bing Chat just a little bit better and which I like is that it also does audio. Yes, audio response. Are you ready for this? So from the text message or the new message we at the bottom center go to the right lottie animation dimmed button one more time enable speech input mode button aha this is what we want to do one finger double tap on this speech now when we go to the bottom center stop responding button start listening button you get the start listening button so th this means we are going to talk to the ai by this mode and then it's going to respond back in its Microsoft voice. It's beautiful. I love this part a lot. One of my favorite feature in this Bing chat. So let's ask about tomorrow's weather here in my city. So I'm going to do a one finger double tap. Now, one thing I want to tell you that voiceover kind of overrides on top of everything. So it's kind of messy because you hear her talking, you hear voiceover talking at the same time. So my advice is to make sure the focus is right on the start listening button and now i'm going to do a three finger double tap to sign a speech speech off and then i'm going to do one finger double tap to initiate the start listening 
Now, before I do that, I want to let you know something here. Once you do a one-finger double tap, it'll start listening. Just ask the question and do not do a one-finger double tap again. Just let it go. What it's doing is just listen to you and then it'll know that you're done talking and then it's going to start searching. Yes, there's going to be a little pause there. You're not going to quite know that it's something there or working, but trust me. So let's do one finger double tap and then I'll have it start listening and I'll be quiet and don't do a one finger double tap to stop. I know that's a habit that you're going to do, but we don't want to do that. <laughs> All right, let's try this. What's tomorrow's weather for Lee Summit, Missouri? Searching for tomorrow's weather Lee's Summit, Missouri. Tomorrow's weather in Lee's Summit, Missouri is expected to be sunny with a high of 88 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 65 degrees Fahrenheit. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, I know, right? Now let's turn speech back on. Speech on. And let's go down to the bottom center here, or I would say bottom left, really. Start listening. Button. New topic. Button. Well, we need to do new topic. New topic. Received message. Of course. I'm happy to start over. What can I assist you with now? Received message. Of course, I'm happy to start over. What can I assist you with now? Start listening button. Let's do that again. Speech off. Tell me a joke about Tigger and Winnie the Pooh. Searching for joke about Tigger and Winnie the Pooh. Here's a joke for you. Why did Tigger look inside the toilet? He was looking for Pooh. <laughs> Man, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a Disney joke. I love that one. Um, so let's do one more here and speech back on. Three finger double tap. Speech on. Bottom left. New topic. Button. One finger double tap. New topic. Received message. No worries. I'm excited to try something new. What can I answer for you now? Received message. No worries. I'm excited to try something new. What can I answer for you now? Start listening. Button. Now, let's have a conversation as we do with Walt Disney World. Now, we'll just take one of my favorite bands. So, I got quite a few, but this one seems to be in the top three here. So, let's try this. Speech off. What can you tell me about the band called Echo and the Bunnymen? Searching for Echo and the Bunnymen Band. Echo and the Bunnymen is an English rock band formed in Liverpool in 1978. The original lineup consisted of vocalist Ian McCulloch, guitarist Will Sargent and bassist Les Pattinson. By 1980, Pete DeFratis joined as the band's drummer. Their 1980 debut album Crocodiles went into the top 20 of the UK albums chart. The band has released 12 studio albums and over 20 singles. They are known for their post-punk sound and their hit songs include The Killing Moon, Lips Like Sugar, Bring on the Dancing Horses, and Seven Seas. Is there anything else you would like to know about Echo and the Bunnymen? She did an amazing job, didn't she? Um, that pretty much hit every tick box I can think of. Um, let's ask what albums they have released. That would be something that she only mentioned a few there. So let's go back. I'll turn speech on because I want to make sure I'm in the right area. Speech on. Start listening. Button. Speech off. What albums have they produced? Searching for Echo and the Bunnymen albums. Echo and the Bunnymen have produced 13 studio albums, 10 live albums, 9 compilation albums, 8 extended plays, EP, and 30 singles on Zoo Records, WEA and its subsidiaries, Corova, Sire Records, London Records, and Rhino, Cooking Vinyl, and Ocean Rain Records. Some of their most popular albums include Crocodiles, 1980, Heaven Up Here, 1981, 
Porcupine, 1983, Ocean Rain, 1984, Echo and the Bunnymen, 1987, What Are You Going to Do With Your Life, 1999, Siberia, 2005, and The Fountain, 2009. Is there anything else you would like to know about Echo and the Bunnymen? Interesting, they miss a few there, but that seems to be one of their more popular albums. But regardless, you get the idea how this works. Now, before I head out of here, speech on. Let's go back to that start listening button. Start listening button. And let's go to the right. Text input mode button. That is how you get back to the text input mode. So you double tap that to get back into text input. Go to the right. Chat history button. Aha. That's where your chat history is. Check this out. Double tap this. Chat history. Now let's go to the top. Recent activity dimmed button. Low chat button. This first item is called low chat. Let's go to the right. What can you tell me about the band called Echo and the Bunnymen? Heading level three. That is the first question I ask, and that is what's going to be stored in your history. If you want to load that chat up again, go back left and hit the low chat, and I'll go right back into that discussion you were having with the AI on that particular topic that you started with. So you can ask for additional questions. So you don't have to rewrite it or anything like that, or you just want to go back to it and ask some more questions. This is how you do that. So that is using the Bing chat or simply Bing. And as you can see, you probably see why I like this so much along with my chat GPT. Now I know some are asking why would I still use chat GPT when I have Bing? Good question. Sometimes I believe it or not, the chat GPT, the 3.5 will actually give me a little different answer than I'm looking for on the GPT-4. Meaning that you're, because you got the two models, you're going to get different results and different response back. And I know it sounds crazy, but sometimes there are things I like about 3.5 that I don't like about 4. I know, right? Call me crazy. And yes, at some point, 3.5 will disappear and I'll have to be forced to use 4. That's fine. But regardless, if this is going to be entirely up to you. So I, I like both. And there's different reasons why I like both. And if I, and the pros of the Bing is that uses GPT-4. And the newest database is available to you at your fingertip for free. Plus, it has a different mode for creative, balanced, and precise. And it has the speech ability that you can be able to listen to it as it speaks back to you rather than your own voice over voice. It's a beautiful voice. I sure wish that was a TTS, right? But that's for another day, never another topic. So I that's why I use both. Now, some out there probably will just use Bing exclusively. That would be great. You know, that's entirely up to you. But regardless, I want to introduce you to not just ChatGPT, but also Bing Chat and what it has to offer. So I hope this was helpful. My name is Thomas Dumbbell, also known as Anonymous. Until next time, bye-bye. This AppleVis podcast has been brought to you by the community of AppleVis.com for the latest in resources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com.